Prophecy Club. I've not played the audio of a DVD on Prophecy Club for a long time, but this one, this one is different. This one you need to hear because it's talking about scalar wave. So here's the story. Back in 2005, I invited Bill Snevlin, an extremely good speaker, to come in and explain scalar wave. He made a DVD, very popular, I might add, called Russia's Secret Weapons to Defeat America. In this DVD, and yes, you can get the DVD, the physical disc, from prophecyclub.com, or you can go watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com, 20 bucks a month or $200 a year. It is important for you to have the disc, but also it's very, very nice to be able to go and watch it, all of it, see all of the things he's talking about because it's a video at watchprophecyclub.com. But anyway, Bill reveals technology the Russians have that can knock out anything on the land, on the sea, under the sea, in the air, any place on the globe with little to almost no trace of who did it or how it was done. Scalar wave renders all conventional weapons of war obsolete against these Soviet energetics weapons. Scalar waves has changed how war is conducted. See, scalar wave does not travel like radar from point A to point B. It is interdimensional. It leaves point A and arrives at point C without any trace. It is believed to be what took out the Thresher submarine and the Challenger. It is also believed to be able to kill large amounts of, say, birds literally in flight. Before they hit the ground, they're dead, and fish in the water simply float to the top of the water and no trace or cause. It leaves no trace except the birds leave the area. That's the only thing that they can tell when scalar wave is being used. It is also believed to be what took out Gary Powers in the U-2 spy plane over Russia back in the 1960s. He says that they can make, no, listen to this. You talk about the big cold snap that hit Texas and also the big heat wave and also the fires out in the West. Yeah, here it is. With scalar wave, they can make large portions of the atmosphere very, very cold, creating massive cold storms or very, very hot, creating superheat, creating massive droughts or heat waves, just like what we see in the West right now. It is believed that they can create sparks out of thin air. Yes, start the fires. And of course, perhaps you've seen pictures of where the car was melted, even the tires burned and the aluminum wheels melted, but the tree right beside the car wasn't even burnt. How do you explain that? Scalar wave. It is suspected to be the cause of many of the superheat and super cold storms across America over the last 20 years. It is the perfect weapon because it can't be proven even how it was caused. It can act like an umbrella protecting an entire city or an entire country from all incoming attacks of war from either air or water, missile, airplane, you name it. Now, we're going to go listen to the audio of Russia's Secret Weapons to Defeat America by Bill Sneblin, recorded in 2005, available at prophecyclub.com in disc or watchprophecyclub.com immediately. So I prayed and I said, God, if this scalar wave is what's doing this, 
If the scalar wave is something that you want me to expose, then I need you to speak to me on it. And I said, I'd like for you to give me a dream on scalar wave. And this particular issue of the magazine, that dream is in its entirety along with part of what I'm talking about here. I put the dream in the magazine, May, June 2005 issue. Here's the dream. I dreamed that I was sitting in my car along the side of the road. I walked over to my car and I sat down in my car. As I sat down, instantly the engine started. Well, I thought, well, I haven't even reached in. You know, sometimes you sit down in your car, you realize your keys are still in your pocket. I realized the keys are still in my pocket. The car started, and all of a sudden it started moving forward. I felt my keys in my pocket. So now it's, it's going by itself. I, I push on the brake. I, it doesn't stop. I push on the brake again. It still doesn't stop. I stand on the brake. I look up. I'm coming to an intersection. Cars are going like this. And I kind of like time it so because I, I couldn't stop the car. The car is going like this, and I timed it so I could move right between the cars, standing on the brake, lifting up on the steering wheel with all I could do. Finally, I was able to get the car to pull over and stop. And I stopped right in front of someone I knew. His name was, I think it was Jimmy Weathers. I'm having to do this from memory here. Jimmy Weathers. But I don't know a Jimmy Weathers. Okay, that has to do with the dream. He was bouncing a basketball with his son and playing basketball, and I thought, oh, no. He knows about Scalar Wave. I've got to get out of here quick. So then I reached down and I put my keys in. I started the car, but as soon as the car started, he looked up and saw me. I quickly did a U-turn. Now I'm going back through that intersection again. As I'm going through, going heading toward the intersection, now I look up and there's this ball of energy in the sky. And this is the best way I know of to try to explain to you what that ball of energy looked like. It was about the size of a, a beach ball, maybe a little bit larger than a beach ball. On the inside of that beach ball, there was absolutely nothing. But on the outside of it, going in all direction, was like electricity, you know, like little bitty lightning bolts. Have you ever seen these glass globes that have the lightning on the inside of it? You walk up and you can just touch it, and the, like the lightning goes to your finger, you know, like that? It was exactly like that, except for the lightning was on the outside of the ball, not on the inside of the ball. So anyway, I'm driving along and I looked up and I see this ball with all this lightning coming from it. Somehow I knew instantly that it was scalar wave, that it was after me. And I could tell also that it was searching. It was trying to hit me. And if it, if it hit me, I knew that it would kill me. And so I was steering like this and steering like this to the left, to the right. And then I would slow the car down. And it looked like it took just a second for it to see where I was and then start coming at me again. And I would turn to the left, I'd speed up, and I'm, I'm doing like this to stay away from this thing. Finally, the dream ended. And I woke up, and I said, Lord, went and got my tape recorder. I said, Lord, I said, I have to know, what are you saying to me? And immediately the interpretation came to me. Here's what he's saying. Essentially, that scalar wave, that this sort of stuff, this high-tech things that we were discussing here, is real. That's the most important thing. I also think Jimmy Weathers since I've never known anybody named Jimmy Weathers, I think that is saying that it controls the weather. It has to do with the weather. Now, I did not know that this ball of energy was, in fact, round. It could have been lightning. I don't know what. But in the dream, I saw it as a ball of energy. When I was interviewing Bill on the radio, he said, and it's a ball of energy. And I thought, yeah, that's right. That's, that's a confirmation that the dream was from God, that it was showing me about scalar wave, and that I'm supposed to expose this. The topic of this video, and also DVD, is called Russia's Secret Weapon to Destroy America. And I think that we need to know 
how much trouble our nation is in. Your speaker has made the following videotapes for the Prophecy Club in addition to a very successful ministry of his own. He's made Exposing the Illuminati from Within, one of our most successful and popular videos. The Light Behind Masonry, Medical Conspiracy, How Jesus Sets the Captives Free, Islam, Israel, Biochemical Nuclear Terrorism, and What's Wrong with Mormonism. Will you help me welcome your speaker for this evening, Bill Sneblin. Bless you, brother. Thank you. Well, after that uh, introduction, I think you all can understand this is some pretty significant and pretty serious stuff. What Stan mentioned is that, uh, that I, I had to kind of search my memory to recall that actually I had heard of this stuff actually some 30 years ago. Uh, we had a gentleman in our coven. I used to be a high priest of witchcraft, among many other things. And uh, he was an electrician about my age. I think he was born 48 or 49, and um, he believed he was a reincarnation of Nikola Tesla, and that name is going to be very, very significant tonight. And because of that, he was very interested in Tesla's work. He had, at, at that time, every book that he could find that was in print about Tesla, and he would often tell us about the amazing things this man achieved in his life. He died in 1943, the, the Tesla did. And so he was telling me about how this fellow had plans for, for a, a death beam that could take out thousands of airplanes at once or free electrical power for everyone on earth, how he invented the science of robotics and so on. And so, you know, at that time, I don't know if he actually used the word scalar weapon or scalar energy, but I know he was talking about energy from the vacuum. And that's what we're going to be speaking about tonight. Uh, so I had some background in it, but of course my main thrust in my ministry is, of course, um, you know, Bible preaching and apologetics. So uh, this is a little different for me tonight. I ask you to bear with me. Um, this is a very important point you all need to remember. This is a statement by an eminent scientist in 1899. Everything that can be invented has been invented. Now, I don't know if anybody here can remember 1899. I kind of doubt it. But I know in my relatively short life, I can remember hundreds of inventions, and some of them remarkable, like the, the personal computer, like the Internet, like, you know, color television or putting a man on the moon. So obviously this guy was wrong. And that's the problem, see. Most people don't understand that science is a religion, just like any other. Some scientists are almost like cultists. And when I say that I'm not being disrespectful, I'm just telling you the way it is. Because scientists have these beliefs, and many of those beliefs have no more basis in fact than the beliefs of, of any other religious system. Just as one example, 50 years or so before this statement, scientists were warning that we'd better not use trains because everyone understands that if the human body goes faster than 40 miles an hour, your head will explode. Now that was scientific dogma. They also, of course, said that man would never fly. They said in the 1950s, man would never go to the moon, and so on and so on. So obviously, science has these faulty beliefs, and if you come along with something that is, that is heterodox or heretical to those beliefs, like, for instance, Mr. Tesla, they'll tend to just kind of shove you down the memory hole. So that is the problem, is that America has basically ignored some of these technological advances and as we'll see tonight, Russia has not. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is 
this, this particular scripture, Revelation 11:18, has been kind of floating around between uh, Stan and I concerning this, um, this entire issue, and especially the last clause, where it talks about those which destroy the earth. Now that's interesting because most of us will read that passage and they'll think, oh, well, you know, yeah, we have nuclear weapons or, or we're talking about an environmental catastrophe or something like that where we'll destroy the earth. But actually, that's not true. None of those things can destroy the earth. They can make the surface of the earth miserable. You know, you can have nuclear winter or, or fallout, and basically the only thing that's left alive on the earth are cockroaches. You know, but the earth itself is, is fine, you know. So what does this refer to? Well, to decode this, we have to go back to Mr. Tesla again. And he made a statement like 70 years ago where he said if you understand the principles of magnetic resonance, you could split the earth in two like an apple. Split the entire planet in two like an apple. Now that's destroying the earth, amen? I mean, that's much more than just, um, you know, having a nuclear fallout land on everybody. So then he was again discussing this many, many, you know, many years ago. So I think this is what that applies to. Now, what are these weapons, really? Well, first of all, we all understand normal weaponry, like, um, you know, a gun. You fire a projectile out of the gun. It's propelled by gunpowder. It travels. It hits its target. Or bombs. We understand those things. They're physical. Also, they've been around for generations. But these are called energetics weapons, and that's the Russians coined that phrase. Another, another term that we use here in America is DEW, or directed energy weapons. The big difference is, is that these weapons fire energy rather than a physical projectile. And, and so we're kind of in the realm of, of ray guns, if you will, things like that. And the problem that we have is, is that most of these weapons function in a way that's contrary to the accepted concepts of physics as they're taught in the West. Instead, they rely on the latest concepts, at least to us, of quantum physics. Now, what's quantum physics? I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but essentially it's, it's a variety of physics that deals with subatomic, submolecular, you know, the very tiniest particles that are out there, down at the very, you know, protons, neutrons, electrons, quarks, charm quarks, neutrinos, croutons, protons, etc. See, I threw in the croutons to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> and uh, all of these, all of these move in a fashion that at times seems counterintuitive to the way we think the world works. Just as one example, there's a subatomic particle called the neutrino, which is able to travel through a light year of lead instantly, just like that. Now, that's supposed to be impossible. That's supposed to be contrary to all known laws of physics. But it winks out of existence in our universe, and microseconds later, it winks back into existence somewhere else. Very strange particle. And it's this kind of spooky stuff that is what we're dealing with here tonight. Now, these weapons are beyond Star Trek. Now, I'm, I'm using Star Trek because it's very well known. I'm sure probably most of you have at least seen one episode of Star Trek. I don't care how sanctified you are. And, uh, you know, the, the little spaceships flying through the sky, you know, like that with lasers or phasers or whatever they are. You know, that stuff is like buggy whips. And this stuff is like a Maserati that we're talking about tonight. So 
This stuff is so advanced that even most science fiction writers haven't used it as, and it certainly, to my knowledge, has never appeared in any science fiction film. Okay, what are energetics? Well, we all kind of understand electromagnetic energy. It's what runs virtually everything we have. I mean, from, from our, our uh, homes, our cars, whatever. And electromagnetic energy travels in transverse waves. And everybody understands that, no, no contest. However, scalar waves are of a different variety. They are longitudinal in nature. That means they go in the opposite direction. And in scalar mode, electromagnetic energy can be changed into gravitational energy and vice versa. Now, that's a little hard to understand, and I, I want to apologize. The next few of these slides are going to be a little bit dense in terms of physics, but, but I'll try and get through them and make it as easy as you can. Um, gravitation is not readily understood. We more or less understand electromagnetism, but we, under, we know gravity works. I mean, we know if we take an apple and drop it, it'll fall to the earth. But why does that happen? Well, Einstein, many years ago, came up with a postulation. He said the entire earth, or the entire universe for that matter, is one big sphere. It's like a giant bubble that's hollow inside. And that when you have a, a large mass, like a planet or a star or something of that nature, in, the, in space, it causes a dimple in the fabric of space. It causes a little divot, if you will, like that, those of you that are golfers. And that that is called a gravity well. And so if something comes along, like a comet or whatever, and it, it hits the edge of this gravity well, it starts going into this circular motion, just like in your bathroom sink. If you put a marble in your bathroom sink, it'll go around and around and around, and eventually it'll come right to the drain. That's what happens with a meteor. It will go around and around the Earth and eventually hit the Earth's atmosphere and hopefully burn up. So that was Einstein's explanation for gravity. And the way we know it's true is some years after that, they took a picture of a solar eclipse. Now that's where you have the moon coming between us and the sun. Okay, So you see this black circle with these prominences, the solar corona flaring up around it. And what they noticed was something really astonishing. They could look at that black disk that was inside the sun, or appeared to be. You know what they saw? They saw a star inside of that black disk. And that told them that Einstein was right. You know why? Because what had happened is that the starlight was coming into the, earth, star, the sun's gravity well, and it bent around the sun and came out the other side. So to us... On Earth, it appeared as though the line went straight through the sun and we were actually seeing through the sun. Actually, the sun was able to bend light. Now, that sounds really bizarre to people that live on the Earth in the real world, you know. But if you're an astrophysicist, that's common knowledge nowadays. So think of it as something that, that is very mysterious that can even bend the very fabric of light. Now, this energy exchange that we're talking about between electromagnetic and electrogravitic energy can be localized or aimed to a specific location. In other words, you can target things with it. Scalar waves don't exist in our normal world normally. They are in the vacuum of space. They exist in the dimension of time. And since the vacuum of space exists everywhere, scalar waves can draw on vast amounts of energy. This is called energy from the vacuum or zero-point energy. This energy can be transmitted faster literally than the speed of light. Now, Einstein taught that the speed of light is a speed limit of the universe. 
And, and what it is is roughly 186,000 miles a second, or if you prefer, 670 million miles an hour. So that's a whole lot faster than you can go in your, your car, I'm sure. And the interesting thing is, is that if you were to say the word light, in the time it takes to say the word light, light can travel around the world seven times. That's how fast it is. So it's very, very fast. But Einstein taught that you can't go faster than that. As we will see tonight, Einstein has been proven wrong in several ways. The way this, these scalar waves travel faster than light is that they go through hyperspace and go around regular space. Now, you'll notice here in this chart, you have this large white sphere. That is the universe, okay? And you see the red arrow, it's pointing to the surface of that big white sphere. That is space, just like if you think of a basketball. You think of the rubber or whatever is around the basketball, that's the space. That's where we live. That's where the entire universe lives, is in this thin membrane around this giant nothing. Okay? This is what Einstein postulated, and everything so far has proven him right. Now, the question you need to ask yourself, if the surface, the, just the line around the surface of that, um, that sphere is space, what's inside of it? What's outside of it? Unspace. Now, this might bake your noodle a little, but listen. How long does it take to travel through unspace? No time at all. You can travel anywhere in the universe in a second if you travel through unspace, or as scientists prefer to call it, either subspace or hyperspace. Yeah, these words are not science fiction anymore, uh, even though you hear them used in, in various science fiction movies, but actually... Uh, this is a reality. They've determined this is true. So here's how this works. You notice down at the bottom of your screen, there is a scalar transmitter represented by point A. Let's say that's the Crab Nebula, which is millions of light years from Earth, and there's some nasty aliens on that nebula, and they are mad at that destroyer that's up in the upper right-hand corner of the screen that's floating somewhere in the Atlantic. They have scalar weapons. They fire their weapon instantly it winks out of existence it follows the trajectory of that red line on the screen goes through hyperspace in about a second or less and emerges right on top of that destroyer as a globe of light that then detonates with the near force of a nuclear explosion and blows the destroyer to kingdom come now let's bring this down to earth suppose instead of that big white circle being the universe it's planet earth and point a is moscow and they, for whatever reason, decide they're going, to destroy, they're going to destroy that battleship that's in the Atlantic Ocean. And so they fire their scalar transmitter in a second or so or less, the same thing happens. The thing, there's no way of seeing this coming. Understand, there is no incoming fire. It's not like a cruise missile or something like that. It's just there all of a sudden. The next second, it detonates and the thing sinks just with all hands on board. This is the nature of this weapon. Now, these next two slides are probably the worst, so bear with me. In the scalar model, time, which Einstein said is the fourth dimension, is actually compressed energy. So imagine being able to use both time and gravity as energy. It is energy which is compressed by exactly the same factor by which matter is considered compressed energy. Now, what does that mean? Well, again, Einstein, we always come back to him, he taught that everything that is physical is actually energy. And he had an equation for that. And the factor by which that energy is converted is the speed of light squared. 
Now, when you square a number, you multiply it by itself. For example, 2 times 2 is 4. 4 squared is 16. 5 squared is 25, etc. So you take a figure like 186,000 miles an hour or a second rather and square it, you've got a very large number. Actually, it's even bigger than that. This is probably the most famous equation in all of physics. Everybody's seen it even if people don't understand what it means. Here's what it means. E equals mc squared. E is the energy that is released by any amount of matter multiplied by the speed of light in centimeters squared. Now, I don't even know what the speed of light in centimeters is. It doesn't matter. The point is it's an enormous, enormous amount of energy. And that's what you get with nuclear fission. That's what you get with the atomic bomb or the hydrogen bomb. You have a, a, a small amount of fissionable material like uranium, cesium, plutonium, and you slam it together with explosive force. That's what they did with the original atomic bomb. And it creates a nuclear reaction which has a destructive power in either kilotons or in the case of a hydrogen bomb, megatons of dynamite. A megaton of dynamite is one million tons of dynamite. So that's an enormous amount of energy. And that's why when we dropped the, the very primitive, by our today's standards, nuclear weapons on Hiroshima and Nagasaki back in the end of World War II that blew up most of their city in each case. Now there's another equation which is much more powerful but much less well known. This is the scalar equation for the conversion of energy. And what it is, is E equals delta TC squared. Now in physics and engineering, the, the delta, which is a Greek letter, means change. I'm going to interrupt right there, but I'm going to encourage you to get this information. Either go to prophecyclub.com and order the disc, or go to watchprophecyclub.com and watch it instantly. 20 bucks a month or $200 a year to watch some 300 different DVDs. What a deal. Watchprophecyclub.com or prophecyclub.com. It's called Russia's Secret Weapon to Defeat America. This is Prophet Leslie Johnson calling everyone to come to the solemn September Assembly, September 6 to 8. Go to watchmanstrumpet.com. I'm calling you. I'm calling you from the north, south, east, and west. I'm calling all the intercessors. I'm calling all the prayer warriors. I'm saying come forth. Come forth and unite as one in one accord. Come forth. Come forth and lock arms. Lock arms and be united. I'm calling you in. I'm calling forth the finances to the Lord to the people. I'm calling it forth to them right now in Jesus' name that it would fall from the heavens and fall in their laps. And they say, this is a gift from you I was not expecting. I am here. I am here. I'm calling you forth right now in the name of Jesus. September 6th, 7th, to unite with us in the name of Jesus. There's more authority when those that are like-minded get together and lock those arms. That locks those arms and say, you enemy, you will not get past. You will not win. We declare in the name of Jesus, all of us prayer warriors in the name of Jesus, we declare right now, you lose. You lose, devil. You lose. Jesus wins. As a prophet of God, I call you in. I call you in. Make a way. Make a way. He will make a way. There seems no way. He will make a way. I know some of you are saying I have to work, but God will make a way. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. 
September 6 to 8. Watchmanstrumpet.com to get signed up. When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. The worst thing is to find yourself in an emergency and you do not have the food. But the second worst thing is to open the food you bought and your family won't eat it because it is garbage. That's the reason so many people get HeavensHarvest.com food because it's really good food, edible food in an emergency. It may be 10, 15, 20 years down the road. All of a sudden you do need it. You can open it and your family is going to eat it. HeavensHarvest.com. Put in the promo code STAN. It helps your prophecy club. HeavensHarvest.com, promo code STAN. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports prophecy club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. 